The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the wind of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my so God. Deep to right field. Way up there. High, oh, high. And look who's coming up. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Here's the payoff pitch. Welcome into Payoff Pitch. We are Action Network's MLB betting podcast. It is Monday, August 14th. Short slate today, nine gamer to discuss. Brendan Glasheen joined by two of our very best who cover baseball at Action Network. The author of Opening Pitch, Sean Zarillo, and BJ Cunningham, who wears several hats at this company and does a fine job at what he does. Uh, we're live Monday, Tuesday, and Friday during the baseball season. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Plenty of edges and plenty of uh, good info coming your way here the next couple of weeks into September before the regular season wraps. You get those edges with these bigger slates, and then when we get to the playoffs, it gets a little more tricky. But uh, if you haven't joined the ride yet, uh, consistently, please do uh, a payoff pitch. We've got uh, a little bit to get to, though. Best bets as we normally start with, Zerillo. When you look at this board, it's a shorter board, as I mentioned. What jumps out to you, and where do you have an edge for a best bet? Yeah, going with the fish, Miami Marlins at plus 130. Like them down to about plus 115. Give Fromber Valdez the starting pitching advantage. She's about a half run to a run better in terms of the underlying metrics, but there's not a huge delta necessarily between these two starting pitchers. And we see the level for Braxton Garrett generally float up and down and is capable of pitching to Valdez's level on any given day, also capable of pitching like a replacement level starter on any given day. I think... Garrett has a pretty wide range of outcomes and a pretty wide range of performance trends on a year-to-year basis. But overall, think from Valdez, his underlying indicator is not quite as good as the results he's had this season. And compared to his past several seasons, his expected ERA a bit closer to four. But in terms of the advantage Miami actually has in this matchup, offensively top five team against left-handed pitching all season, the Astros actually top three. The Marlins, though, at the All-Star break, added a couple of nice right-handed bats to their lineup. Two guys, Josh Bell and Jake Berger, who crushed left-handed pitching. Berger over the past three years, 148 WRC plus against lefties. Josh Bell around 120. And as I said, on the year, the Marlins are a top-five offense against left-handed pitching. They boosted that a little bit with the addition of these two guys. Did it was Gene Segura. Uh, the Astros still technically rank 
above them in terms of production against left-handed pitching, but the difference in the two teams against lefties against righties is much more drastic for the Marlins. The Marlins are a bottom eight offense against right-handed pitching, top five against lefties. Astros closer to league average against righties and top three against lefties. And the last thing I want to mention is the bullpen advantage for Miami too. On the year, the Marlins, I believe, ranked third in expected fit from their relievers. Uh, And since the trade deadline, they added David Robertson. The gap is closer to about a top five bullpen and a league average bullpen. I I believe Houston might have even fallen into the bottom 20 since the trade deadline. So Miami bullpen advantage. Offense is fairly comparable, slightly into Houston. Starting pitchers, fairly comparable, slightly into Houston, but made the Marlins closer to plus 110, plus 105 in this matchup. So anything at plus 115 or better, a bet for me on Miami. Outside of one appearance against Philly, uh, Robertson's been pretty good. He's been nails yeah. here for the uh, for the Marlins since being acquired at the trade deadline. What about you, BJ Cunningham? A best bet uh, for you on this Tuesday, uh, this Monday, pardon me, Monday, nine games late. Yeah, I like the Giants at plus 120 at home against the Rays. You know, I think we have have a conversation here about Tyler Glasnow because, you know, his ERA has been good. He's around a 3.1, but his expected ERA is almost a full run higher at 4.05. And, I mean, listen, there's no denying that Glasnow has some of the best stuff in baseball. You know, stuff plus, K per nine rate, whiff rates, all of it is just off the charts. But the problem for him, Brennan, is when he gets hit, he gets smashed. I mean, he has literally the lowest barrel rate of any qualified starting pitcher in Major League Baseball, 15.2%. He's fourth percentile in hard hit rate allowed. He's got a 447 expected weighted on base average on contact. I don't, you don't usually use that metric for anything, but for here, it's actually relevant. And that's just really bad because his fastball is getting crushed way more than he's used to. It's allowing a 376 expected weighted on base average. His slider you know, as long as 244 expected batting average, this is not the elite numbers that we're expecting from a guy like Tyler Glasnow, who's a Cy Young candidate. I mean, listen, the Giants are going to go with a a opener here. It looks like it's going to be Ryan Walker for a few innings, and then you know, and they're probably going to throw quite a few lefties here at the Rays because they do hit lefties worse than they do hit righties. Shamanaya is waiting there. I mean, they might go to him after Walker. Uh, he's actually been really good over his last four yeah. or five appearances, only giving up a couple runs here or there. So. Uh, I don't think there's this huge edge here for the Rays in terms of the pitching matchup. And the Giants' bullpen is really good. You know, even when they get beyond Manaya, they're fourth best ex-fip, lowest walk per nine rate, a top 10 team in terms of pitching plus and stuff plus. So I only have the Rays projected at minus 102. So I'm going to take the value on the Giants at plus 120. I may as well piggyback here because this is one of my final bets as well. I also like the Giants. We bet them down to about plus 118, bet them closer to plus 130. BJ, do you have Wander Franco projected in tonight or not? I was just going to bring this up. What oh, a gosh. Because <laughs> I have him I, out. I'm assuming know. he's going to be out. I, so I haven't seen you any. You had him in. I, I don't. I have him in as of now. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's an even bigger edge once you pull him out. Yes, I'm assuming exactly. he's going to be out. Uh, we, we don't need to get into the weeds on this, but for the foreseeable <laughs> future, Wander will not be in their lineup. All right. So a couple of dogs as best bets on this Monday. Let's move on and find out if we're going to fade the public. 79% of the bets, 95% of the cash. That's slightly ticked up. 74% of the bets, 96% of the cash. Now looking at the action app, we are looking at an under between the Yankees and the Braves. Yankees-Braves are featured matchup for fade the public. Clark Schmidt on the mound for New York. Max Freed for Atlanta. Zerillo, are we tempted to go uh, to an over this matchup? Not at Yankee Stadium. They're down uh, in the ATL. The public likes you. 
That's the only reason that this might fly. How are we going to handle the public? Yeah, a little bit tempted by the under here, not towards the over. Uh, now, the reason why I'm probably laying off is because the Braves score three to four runs in the first inning of every game. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly right. frustrating bet unders and money lines against because they score in the first inning every time. Um, it's it's not just like the fact that their offense is historically good. They're historically good, especially in the first inning. So your bet just feels immediately dead when you bet unders or money lines against them from the jump. Uh, I made this total closer to 8.7. It is a new series, so we do not have confirmed umpires yet. That might change my analysis to a degree. Uh, if I got plus money on an under nine, probably consider it. If I got up to minus 118 on under nine and a half, would probably consider it. But need to see where the market goes on this. Need to see where the umpires uh, are assigned. And uh, yeah, I mean, the weather here isn't necessarily you know, super helpful for an under 90 degrees at first pitch, slight wind blowing in, but nothing to really impact the total. Truist Park typically plays about 45% above the major league average. So haven't moved the park factor for tonight. Um, may or may not, depending on the umpires. BJ, where's your projection at for total runs, Yankees, Braves, and is there an edge to ride with the people and take the under, or does it go to the other other direction to the over? Yeah, I projected 9.3 runs for this game so i'm pretty much in line with what the market has you know yankees and braves are both top 10 teams against left-handed or excuse me the yankees are a top 10 team against left-handed pitching and the braves are a number one team against any arm you want to throw out there um so yeah for me it's a it's a pretty easy pass well we love utilizing our action network pro section to identify these particular edges don't fade the public Gentlemen, Zarillo, BJ, people out there listening, don't fade the public when it comes to investing in skincare. Because I should mention that Caldera Labs, our new friends here at Action Network, part of our podcast these days, they are the leader in men's skincare. Clinical trials found that 94%, that's a pretty big percentage, a pretty big edge as it pertains to people being involved. Clinical trials found that 94% of men's skincare showed an overall younger looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for just a few weeks. For our audience, you have an exclusive offer. I have the product right here. I use it. I feel great every time I host this podcast. And I make it makes myself feel a little better riding with the people, even though it's a little scary sometimes. Bet on Caldera Labs when it comes to your skincare. We have an exclusive offer. Their best offer anywhere. Use the code PITCH. Get it? Payoff pitch? Pitch. P-I-T-C-H at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. That's 20% off with the code PITCH at calderalab.com make an unforgettable first impression that leads to the charming words you look younger and for our purposes get richer if you bet the under but with caution so people out there that are betting the yankees and the braves under good for you caldero lab approves baseball betting season is here so get in on the action with the king of sports books sign up with betmgm using bonus code action and get up to one thousand dollars paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions arizona colorado illinois indiana iowa kansas louisiana michigan mississippi nevada new jersey new york ohio pennsylvania puerto rico tennessee virginia washington dc west virginia wyoming or ontario 
only must be 21 or older to wager 19 or older in Ontario new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from ensuance excludes Michigan disassociated persons please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado DC Kansas Louisiana Nevada Wyoming or Virginia 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana Maryland New Jersey or West Virginia 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York call or text Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi in Ontario if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. Underdogs. We have got a consensus underdog for today's slate. Zarillo, why don't you tell us who it is and why it makes sense to you? Well, actually, why the line has an edge and why it makes sense to you to bet the underdog. Where's my dog? Uh-huh. Where's my dog? Where's my dog? Yeah, Colorado Rockies projected them closer to plus 145 here. Made the total 11.5. Chris Flexen expected ERA over 7. Merrill Kelly wasn't 100% sure he was going to make this start. Uh, left his last start, seemed like he tweaked something. Um, initially was concerned it was going to be, you know, Tommy John or something uber serious with the way he reacted, with the way the training staff come out. Back here five days later on normal rest, but going to Colorado, never a lovely place for pitchers to go. Um, But yeah, you know, even making Kelly as good as he is on a normal day, low fours type ERA projection. Chris Flexen as bad as he is, expected ERA is set of seven. I'm using a model weighted projection for him closer to six. So very much a replacement level starter. I made Arizona minus 180 for the first five innings, but their bullpen compared to Colorado's bullpen, is nowhere near the difference between the two starting pitchers. So plus 143 for the full game is where I projected Colorado. You could bet them to plus 155 or better. Currently, or at least where I bet them, bet them at plus 190. So pretty substantial edge here um, for the full game. As I said, the first five inning line looks about right to me. So I know BJ sees an even bigger edge on Colorado in this matchup. Uh, And the Rockies generally a team you're okay betting against righties, not against lefties. They're historically bad against lefties. So look to avoid them against lefties, but today's matchup seems okay. BJ, please weigh in and and discuss. This is one of those situations where I think me and Sean both can't sit here and say that Colorado has any discernible advantages over Arizona, other than the fact that the price is insanely too high on Merrill Kelly, who's honestly an average starting pitcher. And if you look what Arizona's done offensively over the last 30 days – They've been a below average offense. So there's not really much I can sit here and say like, you know, Colorado's got this or that, but Arizona has been average in a lot of these categories that we talk about. So for them to be minus 240 on the road, even if it is against Chris Flexen and he could very well implode here in the first inning. I mean, I projected uh, Arizona at minus 126. So it's a pretty significant edge for me. So I like the price of plus 190. And just Merrill, consider, too, like Kelly didn't throw a pitch after the injury. He just left. Yep. Now he's going to throw his pitches, first pitches tonight since the injury. And Arizona yeah. v- very much needs him in their rotation to stay in this race. So mm-hmm. 
I mean, we don't know if he's a hundred percent healthy. He might, he might've hurt himself and they're just like, yeah, let's see how it goes. So yeah, there's that, there's that, you know, one, 2% chance he's maybe actually injured in there too. Yeah. It's, it's reminiscent of the uh, Max Scherzer discussion early in the year when they, mm-hmm. uh, they said, yeah, we're just going to, well, he actually really said it himself. I'm going to figure it out and want to pitch despite the fact he was not uh, completely 100%. But we don't know that. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely to... disappeared for a week, probably got a uh, injection of some sort and uh, came back pitching much better. <laughs> so amazing what a week off will do, uh, you know, when you quietly maybe get something injected into your back and shoulder. Moving on, Zarillo. Um, what, uh, for final bets, um, we, we will discuss Yankees Braves again here, but why don't you just uh, explain why you're also with BJ on the Giants tonight? And I have a one more for the road. Yeah, um, so... Wander Franco probably not being in the lineup. I'm not sure how much the market has taken that into account. Um, you know, with him in the lineup, I'd probably make this closer to plus 120 or, you know, minus 120 for the Rays. Without him, I make it closer to minus 108. Um, as BJ said, Sean and I are pitching much better of late. His velocity in spring training was way up for the Giants. It seemed like he was a guy who maybe they had unlocked something from because the Giants are great at pitching development. Uh, player development to a degree, but mostly their their pitching department. They seem to unlock these guys on a year to year basis that they either you know rejuvenate past skill or tend to find them help them break out like they did with Kevin Gaussman. Um, so I just think the Giants a bit undervalued here. As I said, made them closer to plus one hundred eight. They don't hit. It's frustrating. Um, and you know a guy like Tyler Glasnow, who BJ talked about, really good stuff when it gets left in the zone or when he makes his stuff hittable, it gets crushed. Giants, a team without a ton of power and in a park where you can't really take advantage of that to a significant degree. It's not like they're going to go out and hit three home runs into the Bay tonight against Glasnow. They're going to have to chip away and chipping away against a guy like him is much more difficult than just getting one big swing and knocking a few runs in at once. So, uh, you know, just in terms of the way it plays out, yeah, it's going to be tough for them to score runs. I would imagine a lower scoring Giants win where their bullpen probably locks it down and keeps the Rays offense in check. Uh, made this total 7.7. So I actually lean to the over seven and a half, surprisingly, if anything. So don't go same game parlaying the Giants in the under or anything like that. But yeah, the Giants down to about plus 118 is a fine bet for me. Uh, and again, it's dependent on Warner being in the lineup or not being in the lineup, I should say. But I'm assuming that will be the case. Yeah, and that line is moving down. The Giants are at plus 115 at BetMGM right now as we record on a Monday morning. Yeah, I wouldn't go and, past that. And Zarillo, you do like the Yankees today against the Braves on the money line. I do, yeah. Another small edge, Clark Schmidt. You know, if you follow my stuff, a guy I bet on regularly this season, uh, which is not to say that Max Fried is a guy I bet against. Max Fried, I bet in a variety of ways from preseason futures perspectives prior to his injury. And he's been great this year. Two expected ERA. Uh, you know, the Braves are not a fun team to bet against. And I, they were my biggest preseason futures position. I don't want to lose all of my potential futures profit betting against the Braves on a day-to-day basis. And it feels like I'm getting close to that point. But uh, yeah, I just made this line closer to plus 175. Um, again, another matchup where there is a difference between the two starting pitchers. But once this game potentially turns over to the bullpens, the Yankees bullpen can match the Braves bullpen, if not actually exceed them. So uh, Yankees project is the better defensive team too. For what that matters, I'm not really sure because the Braves just hit every ball out of the ballpark yep. and your defense doesn't have a chance to field them. But regardless, that is there. Uh, so yeah, first five line minus 190, full game line minus 175. So 
plus 190 or better on the Yankees. Okay, and our friend Nick Martin uh, has got a write-up on that specific game as well over on Action Network and ActionNetwork.com, breaking down why the Yankees might be the the correct side here. And BJ, Mm -hmm. again, we're reiterating a lot. It's a short slate. You're also on the Marlins like Zerillo. I am, yeah. You know, Zerillo did a great job breaking down. The only thing I'll add to it about Valdez is, you know, he's obviously one of the best ground ball pitchers in Major League Baseball, but this season – his ground ball rate is down pretty considerably. You know, he's been well over 60% for his career. This season, he's at 54.3%. And really, it's just because his sinker hasn't been as effective as it's been in years past. It's allowing 366 expected weight on base average. Like Zarilla mentioned, the Marlins are a top five team against left-handed pitching, but specifically a 360 expected weight on base average against left-handed sinkers. So, and Braxton Garrett has, you know, been, like Sean said, been up and down good decent starting pitcher around a four expected ERA so um not too much edge here like already Sean already mentioned just reiterating what he said not too much edge in the bullpens or starting pitching matchup here so and offensively so I had this projected pretty close to even money so I like the Marlins at plus 120. It's funny all the guys who've thrown a no-hitter or perfect game this year like Lorenzen is vastly outperforming his underlying metrics. Framer Valdez is showing his worst underlying metrics in years. Uh Domingo Herman like assaulted his manager and is now <laughs> going through rehab for alcohol abuse like uh, it's it's kind of wild not not a single one of the three of them is like wow this guy's having a great season I guess people would say that about Lorenzen but I'm sure BJ you've been betting against Lorenzen pretty consistently yep. uh because the underlying yeah, metrics should say he's nowhere near what he is so just find that yeah, interesting not, yeah, I probably will in his next start too so stay yep. tuned yep almost certainly all right, gents, a lot of dogs today on the podcast. Yes. The Rays, yep. the Giants, the, well, pardon me, the Giants over the Rays. Uh, Marlins, Yankees, Rockies. Um, there you go. Yeah, and I should mention, too, I bet the Royals in the app initially. Uh, apologies if you tailed that pick. I ended up buying out of that. I thought Emerson Hancock was pitching for the Mariners, not Logan Gilbert. So apologies on that pitching error. But that was another underdog play that was in the app, too. So, yeah, it looks like a dog-heavy day today. Should be fun. Right. And that Rockies uh, D-backs game is on FS1 tonight. National TV game. One oh. of the nine games you can catch. Yeah. I was kind of surprised too. That's the national TV Hopefully. game. Didn't want to put Braves Giants on FS1? Yeah, okay. no kidding. Braves Yankees are the people pretty like runs. Even I mean, they saw the total of 11 and a half. They're like, give it yeah. to us. You can like find how the UFC Zerillo. keeps sticking awful heavyweight main events just because they think people want the heavyweights. We don't want the heavyweights. <laughs> we just want a good game. <laughs> Find Zarillo and BJ Cunningham in the action app. Should they add anything else to this shorter Monday card and what they might uh, like for today? And again, as I've said off the top, please leave a rating uh, on the podcast, a review as well. And um, we look forward to having you with us the rest of the year. If you are new to the show, because we always have people checking us out for the first time. So we greatly appreciate that. We are back. Payoff pitch. We are back on Tuesday. We're back tomorrow morning. Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast, Payoff Pitch. We're presented by BetMGM. For Zerillo and BJ, Brendan Glasheen, signing off. You all have a great rest of your money. Look at his crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.